Dine in style at London's latest restaurant, number 10 Downing Street, The Restaurant. A restaurant so exclusive, our a la carte menu starts from £10,000 a head, and our members list menu is £25,000. For this you get an exclusive dining area, fine food and wine, and the opportunity to influence prime ministerial policy. David and Samantha Cameron await your custom and party contributions at number 10 Downing Street, the restaurant. For bookings and further information, call Peter Crudders now. <laughs> I'd like to disassociate myself from the words of the last speaker. <laughs> Listeners, to this, the latest Staggering Stories podcast. I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I am the Royal Keith. Oh. Well, didn't have yeah. a chance to think of anything okay, then. Okay, sorry. No. Would you like me to do it again? No, I mean, not you are editing it out. So. You said no. it before you interjected. You did. You know, I had a big stain <clears throat> on the, um, Part of the carpet. The crotch of life. I will leave it as is, yeah. Yeah, so, anyway, moving swiftly on. Gusset of life, that's the word. You're a stain on the gusset of life. She says, <laughs> clicking her fingers at you oh, manfully. No. <laughs> Do it again if you like. No, that's OK. No. All right, fair enough. Anyway, without further ado, biting down hard on the prime ministerial canapes, it's the news with El Presidente. <laughs> Doctor Who news. New companion cast. Tell me, tell me. It's a boy. It's a boy, isn't it? They've they've casted a boy this time. Don't ruin the surprise. As everybody will already have heard, the casting of the Doctor's new companion has been officially announced. Jenna Louise Coleman will begin filming with Matt Smith in May. The 25-year-old Coleman has previously appeared in such shows as Emmerdale between 2005 and 2009, Waterloo Road and even the film Captain America, The First Avenger. As with her immediate predecessor, Karen Gillan, Coleman has been announced but as yet we know nothing about her character. From the official mm. press release, Stephen Moffat, the vast toffee, Amen. had this to say. It's not often the Doctor meets someone who can talk even faster than he does, but it's about to happen. Jenna is going to lead him his merriest aunt yet, and that's all you're going to get from getting from now on. Who is she playing, how the Doctor meets her, and even when he finds her, are all part of one of the biggest mysteries the Time Lord ever encounters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even by the Doctor's standards, this isn't your usual boy thing meets girl thing. Okay, now, oh, I, I, I have a, down a, your a little complaint be, Before you complain, before yes. you complain, because mm-hmm. I don't want to come in the end of it, I have to say... that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to climax at the end, I like to come early. She's in the crisis chair, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I have to say, when I first heard this, all I saw was Jameson. Is it a mid... No, Louise. Louise Doctor Jameson. Who. Yeah. And the first thing that went through my head was, oh, God, Louise Jameson hasn't died. Is she? <laughs> oh, charming. <laughs> anyway. dropping like flies at the moment. Anyway, anyway go vent. About... 
two seconds after this was announced, most of us normal people, even El Presidente, this is this is how oh, yes. know, he can sometimes be normal, we were thinking, oh, I wonder what she'll be like. Hmm. Uh, but there were certain people on Facebook and Twitter who were going, oh, it's the death of the show, she's been in Emmerdale, she was crap in Emmerdale, she'll be crap in this. This is a classic example of why Doctor Who is now a children's programme. She's awful casting, shouldn't be allowed. And I hate you. All of you who said that. <laughs> That's I a very good impersonation. <laughs> I, I applaud that Thank you. That's very good. Why, why are there people out there who, before we even know what the girl's character's called, before she'd even gone in front of the cameras for the official photo, are whinging about her? I didn't whinge, but my tweet said, it's a female. Who saw that one coming? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but we were never going to be, you know... <laughs> But, you know, so she's been in Emberdale. So flipping what? So was Fraser Hines. Yes. After Doctor Who, in this case. But, but still. <laughs> when she was in... Did anyone know what part she played in Captain no. America? Um, I don't know. Never seen it, so... No. Oh, I've seen it. But obviously uh, her face wouldn't jump out at me because yeah. I don't watch Emmerdale. <laughs> but we did watch the... Um, we did watch Titanic, Titanic on yes. ITV. Well, I missed it. Two. Was it two or one? I, ITV, ITV one. one. ITV one. And, oh, it was dull. It was terrible. <laughs> and she, she unfortunately, was a stereotypical Cockney maid and oh, didn't actually man. get to say a lot. Cool, blimey, Cat. Yeah. I mean, it was the first episode. It's meant to be following. Yeah. Each, so we'll yeah. see if she gets us more later. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I have to say, however, um, I'm going for the first rule here with Steve Moffat. Steve Moffat lies. She'll yep. probably be just... <laughs> A normal assistant from the planet Earth, etc., etc. But as I said, give her a chance. Stop oh, whinging God, about her before she's even had the first yeah, script through. Let's see what she can actually do before we mm. sit in judgment. Mm. I think that the the major question, however, is how long are her legs? <laughs> is half the <laughs> country going long. to hate her? <laughs> well, I don't think she's got Dylan height to her. Uh, she's very short. She, she is comparing her to Moffat. Who's yeah, about my height. When yeah. I met him at that BFI event, she's a she's about shoulder height to him. So she's a lot lot shorter. Well, just think when you've got your obsession with her going. Going along, yeah. At least she'll be more eye level. You know, you won't have to strain oh, up and gaze I'm, at her. I'm just saying, and when we buy you the no, cardboard Jenna Louise yeah. Coleman, <laughs> you know, it, it won't take up as much we, room. That's you true. Know, you oh, can no, have really. staggered. You know, go, yeah. Like, yeah. Step, step down. You know, <laughs> <laughs> getting short. Very shorter. good idea. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what, I can only ass- adopt assistance now by height range. <laughs> yeah. 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 It is going to look a bit weird. Her next Matt Smith. Yeah. After having him with. Amy and Rory, who are basically the same sort of height as him. He's even forgotten their names. <laughs> oh, oh, that's it. Oh, how not... fickle is obsession. And she hasn't even been killed off yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It does feel God. strange. It feels like they are yesterday's news already. Oh. Since that announcement. Yeah. It's so, a bit unfair, really, for them to announce her so soon, yeah, but I had no choice. That's the well, I'm done. Done. I mean, how far in advance do they announce um, uh, Karen Gillen? But she wasn't replacing anybody at that point. Yeah, I can't they rem- Sorry, carry on. I can't remember with the original series. I really can't, because I think part of it is you didn't have the multimedia back then. But no. if they announced an assistant before they appeared that far in advance, because there were crossovers, obviously, when the series was still running, when a new assistant came. I think the only one I knew that was coming in before while the old one was running, was with Bonnie Langford, because yeah. she was so big at the time. You read uh, it out yeah. down the phone to me, didn't you? Yeah. Because she was coming to Pea's Pottage, which was near Crawley. Um, mm. I, having recently just finished the um, Elizabeth Sladen uh, autobiography, yeah. sorry, she was announced during the last season of Joe Grant's yeah, stuff. 
stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, I it's not so. new then. And Freema Adjaman was at the, um, oh, she was at, oh, forget that because I've forgotten where she was. And, I mean, the other thing <laughs> was to remember... Was that be the premiere of the, the Runaway Bride? Oh, it might have been, yeah, because yes. David Tennant referred to her. Yes. I mean, the she other, was in the audience. The other thing mm. to remember on this one as well is we knew before she was announced, that Amy and Rory are leaving. So it's not it's not a spoiler in so much as, hang on a minute, they're announcing a new assistant. Mm, I wonder what's going to happen to the old ones. No. Well, we kind of knew they were going. I know, but it does... It's like um, when Matt Smith was announced. David Tennant's reign was fully over that point. Yeah. You knew he was yeah. just treading water. He yeah, was a going dead doctor walking yeah. at that point. Yeah. And it's true again with these two. Yeah. And it's also, it's Doctor Who. It's like coming up for 50 years. We know companions stay for a couple of years and they mm. go. It's oh, yeah. No, no big mm. deal. I don't think stay for a couple of years and mm. then they, they go. go. Yeah. I, I don't think it's bad timing. I think it is time that yeah. Amy yeah. and Rory left. Yeah. They were getting annoying. Anyway, <laughs> how often can you die? We, we have some more news, apparently. Oh, yes, apparently. we do. Oh, some more yes. news. Yes. Percy Jackson to casting oh never read the percy jackson books no No. never seen the blatantly harry potter inspired film version of the first book no no interest in seeing the sequel no No. would these cast names change your mind no you haven't heard them yet (laughs) sorry nathan fillon sexy bod anthony head very sexy bod captain tight pants not enough Mm -hmm. for you no no (laughs) Yes. Not us. Still, if you are interested, Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters starts filming this month and will be out roughly a year later, at the end of March 2013. Oh, I'll I be washing s- my hair. I <laughs> saw Percy Jackson and the oh. Lightning Thief oh, you did? films. I did. I, I've never read the books at all. Yeah. And um, how, um, how lovingly ripped off, I mean, uh, plagiarised. I mean, well, <laughs> um, if anything, I would say they're more plagiarised from stuff like The Clash of the Titans yeah. and well, Thor. Yes. Because the they Scots. are very much um, gods, yeah. and I think the only thing with them being Harry Potter esque <laughs> is it's a group of young people. Yeah. Three yeah. young people. You know, um, it's got that. But then before Harry Potter, you had it with the Famous Five, Famous five Famous and five. the kids in Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe. Oh, there was three of them. So did Harry Potter steal that yeah. idea yeah. from them? You know, there isn't a lot of similarities between Percy Jackson and Harry Potter. <laughs> okay. Any more news? Doctor Who news. More? Mm, More? Mm, More? More Target books on the way. Mm. After the clear success of the first batch of six Target Doctor Who novelisation reprints, we have six more on the way. On the 10th of May 2012, at 4.99 each, you can buy The Tenth Planet by Jerry Davis with introduction by Tom McRae. Didn't he write The Rise of Cybermen? I think so. Age of yeah. Steel. The Ice Warriors by Brian Hales with intro by Mark Gatiss. The Day of the Daleks by Terence Dix. Who's got no neck? How does he smell? Terrible! With intro by Gary Russell. The Three Doctors by Terence Dix. With intro by Alistair Reynolds. The Ark in Space by Ian Martyr. With intro by... Ooh, the Vast Toffee. Mm. The Loch Ness Monster by Terrence Deeks with introduction by ooh, Michael Moorcock. Hmm. Hmm. Any more news? RTD's new CBBC show, subtly renamed. After a clash with the lawyers, we'll let you guess whose, Russell T. Davis's Sarah Jane Adventures replacement series, Alien vs. Wizards, has had to change its name. Hmm. The new name is 
Wizards versus Aliens. Oh, Ooh. Ooh. not a that. particularly significant change, but it does yet again highlight the petty-minded thinking of Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, because I so remember Aliens versus Wizards after Aliens versus Predator, <laughs> or Cowboys versus Aliens, and it was aliens. Alien versus. It wasn't yeah, Aliens. It wasn't Aliens. But I mean, I could just imagine that two are going to be so similar. Yeah, so oh, they've now copyrighted oh, yeah. the word Alien. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> in certain contexts. Yeah, it also goes on with something that's happened recently down in our neck of the woods. It does the fact that um, I think it's a New Line Cinema has tried mm-hmm. to muscle in on a certain pub, tavern, drinking establishment yep. with the name Hobbit. The Hobbit, yeah. The, the Hobbit, Hobbit, yes. Yes, they tried to close it down or get its name changed. But then the might yes. of Gandalf and Stephen Fry. Gandalf and Fry. <laughs> Up a tree. Ian McKellen. <laughs> Big <laughs> Mac and Fry. Big Mac, that's even more of a detective series. Two Big of the, Mac and Fry. Two of the archest thespians possible. <laughs> <laughs> they got cross. Oh, they stamped their feet. They pouted. They yep. contributed money to legal yes. costs mm. and chased those nasty buggers Pardon. back to Hollywood where they belong. <laughs> back to Mordor. It's an appropriate word. <laughs> yeah, which is I guess, good news. Although, to be fair, if you saw their material the pub were producing, it clearly had uh, photos of... Frodo and things like that from the film, uh, which was a bit of a mistake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If they'd stuck to more generic or, or even artwork, the original, the original illustrations, the they're book. probably still copyright. Yeah. It's, it's but... like a, a pub that's near me that I like called the Robin Hood and Little John. And for a long time, their post, the the sign outside was Robin Hood and Little John from the Walt Disney cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yes. it was only on the pub sign. It was never on any. Yeah. Printing material mm. at all. Yeah. Mind you, one of the best pub signs I've ever seen um, was a pub down at Bolney, um, between, it's halfway between Crawley and Brighton, called the Queen's Head. Now, you might think sort of the Queen's Head, or yeah, sort of, yeah, a rather aristocratic person, sort of wearing oh, yeah, a bit rough around their neck. It, yeah. Yes, but um, apparently this pub sign had a picture of Freddie Mercury on it. It did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. It's on the old A23 That's right, yeah. Carriageway, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> nice touch. <laughs> any addendums, erratums, or any other thing to add that we haven't got on the list? Nope. 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 Okay. Not a damn thing. Fake Keith is playing Tiny Village. I'm just getting my villagers to do. Oh, she was playing was like games last village. time as well. I know, Someone but at least take I've her laptop away from her. This time, you touch my laptop, and you will have no scrotum left. <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> right now, it's it's game time again, people. And we are going to have a thing in five words, Ooh. followed by a sensible. Round of just a minute. <laughs> Sensible. Who's got a thing in five words? I, I, I have a thing in five words. You have a thing oh, in five oh, words. Lay, lay, lay on us. Yeah. <clears throat> Digest these diminutive sweet children. Ooh. Uh, Digest these diminutive sweet children. children. Gingerbread men. Uh, child. Mm. Children. Jelly babies! Yay! Yay. Oh. And there's a packet on the table there. Oh, that's very good. I was going to say something about Michael Jackson. Yes, but you're rude <laughs> and are going to prison soon. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone else got a thing in five words? I think he's sulking. It's either that or he's still trying to work out but how I got jelly babies from that. <laughs> <laughs> he's stuck on the word diminutive. <laughs> diminutive yeah. 
<laughs> and if I put small, I thought it would give it away completely. <laughs> I got one. Oh, 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 go on, oh, oh, go on. Now, last time, <laughs> there was some deviating from the number five. I know, I know. That's, that's what I was just doing, trying to work out, trying okay. to condense it down. And to... If we deviate this time, yeah, you will yeah. not be allowed I to know. play anymore. I know, I know. Okay, go on then. Would tell you, but forgot. Silence. Yes. yes. <laughs> Can anyone remember? Did we get an answer to the one we had last time that we didn't get and we left oh, open yeah. for the listeners? I think there's at least one bit of feedback that's got it right, although for not oh. entirely the right reasons. Yeah. Can you refresh our memory? <laughs> okay, it was. What's the answer? Legless Daddy Legless. has oh, eyebrows yes. removed. Legless mm. Daddy has eyebrows removed. removed. I still don't get it. Go on. No, I, really I want to be Gary don't... Glitter, but I'm not. <laughs> 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 uh, eyebrows removed. What is the answer? Has eyebrows removed? Darth Vader or Anakin ah. Skywalker, depending on your point of view. Do you get it? Yeah. Uh, legs yeah. removed, obviously. Yeah. 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 And in the special edition, Lucas had his eyebrows erased. Yes. Ah. Did he? Yeah. One of the other Lucas, many changes. Stop it! <laughs> Just stop it! Who came up with that one? Me. You're an idiot. <laughs> I don't trust you anymore. Oh, <laughs> like me on cryptic. <laughs> right, it's well, Adam. Very oh, clever, oh, though. Oh, my God. Crumbly oh, has a thing. Crumbly, oh, my God. Pardon? <laughs> I have a seen. Oh dear. <laughs> well, then. Right, for Harry. Ship in search of cure. Ship in search of cure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on then. Crusade. Oh, yeah. I okay. think that was quite easy, except I didn't get it, so it wasn't. <laughs> I've got an easy one then. Go on then, one more. Fish fisting historical gravity the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Fish fisting historical gravity defy. I'm sorry, that's yeah. almost worthy of one of your headlines. About half the world. Fish fisting <laughs> historical gravity. Defier. Yeah. Oh, it's Zena. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? She came no. up out of the water yeah. and she had her hands up with some fish. fish. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She went fishing with her fists. <laughs> Trout I think Jean's having another crisis. <laughs> oh. Sorry, oh, that, conjures up, that conjures up so many mental, disturbing <laughs> mental images, that does. That one was very clever. Well done. <laughs> Dear listeners, if you get the impression that El Presidente is perverted, you are not mistaken. (laughs) Okay, if you would like to tease us with any things in five words, you can send them to show at staggeringstories.net. Let's talk about Ace. Ace Rimmer. No. (laughs) That's just wrong in this context. (laughs) It's just wrong. It's Doctor Who. Back in 1987, a new companion was cast in Doctor Who. She was going to be feisty. She was going to be from my neck of the woods, a South East London girl. South East. Okay, light. She was going to be so refreshing and different from everything that had gone before. Bonnie Langford. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she smashed her way onto the scenes as Ace, Woo-hoo! Mm. played by Sophie Aldred. We liked Ace. Yeah, we did. She was good. Ace was good. 
Mm. Okay, so you never quite really believed that she was 16. <laughs> no, no, no. Or she really Given the actress was, what, 48? No, no, I think she, she was cast. cast. I think she was 23 when she was Surprised. cast. She was a pretty common sort of age for yeah. companions. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 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 he went off down dreamland. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah. I think had a far away look on his face. When, 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 when Ace came along, 23 to Adam was a much older woman. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's it was true. something to aspire to. Now well, it's something to look back on and whimper and wish. <laughs> well, <it's> 25! <laughs> Who? Well, she, Sophie, yeah. Oh, the same age as uh, Jenna Louise Coleman, who's actually a year older than Karen Gill is now. But, uh, yeah, anyways. she's born in 1962. But before you had, you'd had Bonnie Langford, Melanie. Screaming, I'm screaming, screaming, screaming till I'm sick. Who, in all reality, they, they really didn't write very well. Oh, they, no, they, they didn't. didn't. No, they they, they just wanted Violet Elizabeth Bott grown yeah. up. Mm, they which was did. very unfair on her. And then yeah. before that, you'd had, um, uh, oh, I can see her. Perry? Perry. Perry. Perry yeah. And uh, then you'd had sort of enough. like... Enough! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Perry being strangled Did you know her, her, um, her little um, Citadel miniature figure, it just wouldn't stand up no. right. It just kept falling <laughs> Top <laughs> You had to have an extra wide length base. You did. Oh, it was just the way she was introduced to all the re- uh, viewers. I mean, so... In a bikini. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Ace was quite different because most of the characters up to then have been quite girly-girly in some yeah. way or other. Yeah. Mm. And Ace's character wasn't a girly-girly. Unfortunately, no. she was a gay guy's idea of what a uh, yeah. feisty woman would be <laughs> rather than what a feisty woman would be like. Yes. He did kind of... RTD? Uh, RTD, no, 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 Nathan Turner. Nathan Turner. 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 Yeah. Ah. She was a little bit over the top, shall we say. Yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose the point was that they were trying to appeal to the kids again, something they could relate to. They could never really relate to... Um, Mel. No. Mel, no. no. Um, who could? <laughs> well, <laughs> not really. <laughs> I mean, she, the, the trademark with Ace was a lovely sort of like puffer jacket, black yep. puffer jacket with Ace on the back of Over it. all the badges. Uh, blue the badges. Piece of badges. She's yeah. got badges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rucksack, which badges, I think badges. was almost like she a She was Tardis. Mary Poppins. She was. Mm, that came yeah. out of that yeah. rucksack. Yeah. Yeah. She had a transdimensional rucksack before she, she met the doctor. <laughs> yep. And got a she nice would, world. Yeah, she would argue, and that, and she she held her own. She did twist her ankle, I think, once, but I think it, that was all sort of in line with the plot. Though. Well, it was also in and line with the fact drowned. that as she jumped through the window and broke the glass exactly. and landed, she actually twisted she really her did. ankle. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she was completely different to a lot of the assistants that had been up to that point. And I love Sophie, but Ace used to get on my nerves really? something chronic <laughs> sometimes. Looking back at it now, <laughs> the character hasn't aged particularly well. I don't no. Think. no. Um, she is of her time. Yes. Oh, yeah. that was the thing with the 80s. I mean, I, it, I oh, so, she yeah. was a girl she, in the she's, 80s. She's aged better than uh, Tegan has. Because mm. Tegan, they, Tegan. Did, they did the full 80s hair and the... Yeah. Oh. But at least with Ace, she had a pair of pumps on and yeah. could charge around with the best of them. And she was also more than one-dimensional character. Things like with Ghost Light. Yeah, yeah, you had she... some backstory with her. Although, wasn't her introductory story um, this time storm in the bedroom? Dragonfire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wasn't it 
complete crap. <laughs> I quite liked it actually oh, as a kid, but <laughs> would you? You've got your hand in the air. Oh, no, well, I don't care. No, 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 Keith has his hand in the air, not Gene. <laughs> I know. I was talking to him. That's why my eyes went that way. But that's why you said, it, and Gene, you have your hand in the air. No, I. Didn't. No, I, I wanted to inject <laughs> something in here for now, but uh, I wanted you to finish your point. I didn't just want to jump in and get. But shoved. you were jumping around with your hand in the yeah, air, I distracting needed, us. Edit, edit. It's something that. Um, I know you have particularly have been very critical of, certainly since it's come back. Gene. But, but yeah, Gene's been very critical mm-hmm. of come back. But Ace was one of the first people to have an actual arc running across a couple of stories. Mm. Yeah. 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 She, she was put in there with... It's something that's common now, arc running through. But she was put in there with a definitive objective in mind. Yeah. I don't know how much that was yeah, developed I, over time. Yeah, I, I got to admit, I will concede that point. But certainly they retconned it in giving you the excuse for the time storm in the bedroom and mm-hmm. ending yeah, up. The whole mm-hmm. Fenric thing. The whole, yeah. the whole Fenric arc. Yeah, yeah, the whole cartmill plan for yes. her. It was very much her and the Doctor both had a plan where yeah. they were going. She was obviously going off to Gallifrey to become a Time Lord, yeah. Yeah. which we never got to. The series cancelled, obviously. Because yeah. you had a build-up with time between both her and the Doctor, because there was this big thing that was going to turn out the Doctor was more than just a Time Lord. Yeah. 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 There was certainly the, the relationship between the Seventh Doctor and Ace was, ba- was a golden age, to my mm. mind. It was mm. wonderful, because it was this wonderful uh, teacher and student vibe oh, yeah. that was yeah. going through there. Well, With the could, general yeah. respect as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she used to keep calling him Professor as opposed mm. to Doctor. Yeah, That's you know, she only thing. called him yeah. Doctor when she was in trouble, mm. yeah. or really yeah. frightened, or he was in trouble. Mm. Yeah. And otherwise it was Professor, just yeah. to wind him up. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think the difference was the arc wasn't, Forced down your throat this all the way through. It was subtle. <laughs> it and was that's fine. <laughs> and what do we think about um, what happens to her? Do we uh, think she ended up on it. Gallifrey as was intended? Was killed off as the Marvel comics what, are going to do? Or, or ended up into, on Earth as Sarah Jane? They played. walk off into mm. distance with one of my favourite lines, which I have above my car, my console well, at if work. You, if you <laughs> look, there is Ace actually has five distinct endings. Mm. Really, five? Mm. Five. You've got the. Let's see if we can get them. Okay. <laughs> You've got the the whole sending her to Gallifrey. Yep. In which case, she's very dead. Yeah. Well, not the Sarah Jane Smith. There's a Dorothy who runs the something, uh, something, uh, say Ace, a, a yeah. charitable Earth. Uh, yeah, thing, yeah. yeah, there was the Marvel one where they were going to kill her off, but it never yeah. got. No, they, done, they killed her it? off. Oh, they, they did. They killed her off in the Marvel mm, comic okay. strip. Okay, uh, that's three. You think there's five? I think there's four, four or five. Go well, on, then, what's the, the other one? The death comes to time. What happens to her in that? Uh, the, the spoiler t- music, spoiler music. The time lords throughout the course of the story are wiped out, and she is the first of the new style time lords. Oh, yeah. Oh. And then there is the big, uh, not the big finish, the new adventures. Yeah. Lungbarrow, where she, she does, doesn't necessarily become a time lord, but she becomes, she grabs hold of her own time machine and becomes time's vigilante. Sort of following on from what the Doctor does. A precursor to mm-hmm. Captain Jack, to some yeah. extent. Ah. What she was doing in the comics, wasn't it? She was going around killing Daleks or what have you. And... Mm, that was more of a, a spin-off with, uh, as I said, the the DK, which was connected to the Virgin Books. But she then, in the Virgin Books, she then 
managed to get access to her own time machine. Oh, okay. So more cool. or less doing what she was done. never going to go quietly up the Amazon. No, she was going to go in oh, marry no, 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 no. really? with someone she held hands with briefly in one episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, she wasn't in actually that many stories. If you look at it, it's only what about one, two, three, nine, four, five, six. It's about nine stories. But weren't they good? Oh, well, yeah. I have to admit. I mean, I know Sylvester gets slammed by a lot of people, and the good way to annoy some Doctor Who fans is to say, "Oh, my favourite Doctor, Sylvester McCoy," yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> I never had that big a problem with Sylvester McCoy. Okay, he wasn't the world's biggest actor, but Mm. I liked the way the series was starting to turn. Yeah, yeah. Two of my favourite stories that would be up there in my, you know, taking to a desert island are in that era. Can we guess? Go on. Curse of Fenric. Yes. And Ghostlight. No. No. I know. You don't like Ghostlight? I know. I like Ghostlight, but not mm, in my top two. Oh. Go on. Come on, hang on. Think of my first yeah. car's name. Oh, oh, Battlefield. For anyone that doesn't know, my first car was called Anselin Apgwelchmeyer. <laughs> that was a good I, I car. Also, even the worst ones on their stories. Um, great Show in the Galaxy. Great Show in the Galaxy. Mm. And Happiness Patrol. Patrol. Mm. I, I, happiness st- I still Patrol. think, personally, <laughs> I still think those two, Sylvester and Sophie, are worth watching. They give, they give it their all. They give it the magic. They have mm. a very good relationship yeah. Yeah. between them. On and off screen. Yes. Because they're still great friends. Same yeah. birthday, haven't they? Well, no, so the... What was it? The... Um, Comic Con we went to last year. Mm. Mm. You had uh, Sophie up on stage with Sylvester running up and down the audience, <laughs> stealing the microphone. Stealing the microphone. <laughs> yeah. But even so, the ending of that was very Doctor esque because they linked arms and arms and just strolled off yeah. out, still gnashing oh, with each mm. other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- there's things that the fans now aren't necessarily going to know from the series that w- were quite known at the time, as in the um, Remembrance of the Daleks. With the twist in her ankle because she had to jump yeah. through the plate glass Did window. Did she actually do that? Yeah, I thought was a stuntman, was, I think. I yeah. she was told she, she couldn't do it. She couldn't do it, but when herself. she actually jumped... Down off of the ledge. Down off the ledge. She actually twisted, she, she twisted yeah. her ankle. Oh. <laughs> but there's also where she nearly ended up getting drowned. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sylvester yeah. did his hero bits. Yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. um, for, the, for they don't need yeah. it, know it necessarily... In Battlefield, there is a scene where Ace is trapped in a water tank and the water's rising, she's banging on the glass and the Doctor has to take her out. So they're on a a wet stage, you've got the cameras and everything else, you've got Sophie inside the tank, it's filling up with water. Sylvester is on set because I think he has to come down with his hands or something. And I've seen the footage and you hear a slight noise and the Mm, next thing you hear is Sylvester screaming at the top of his Mm. head get her out out and get off the floor. Apparently what it was... the glass just shattered. Yes, the water inside the tank was forcing the glass out, which can be causing it to crack. But, of course, you've got electricity Mm, and everything else flowing. The the footage you see in the programme is actually when the glass shatters because you can see the crack. crack. They didn't have enough time to (laughs) rebuild it. No. I doubt she was overly keen on going back in there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, quite literally, possibly did save her and anyone Mm, else that was on that Studio Four's life at that point. But it shows um, it's a difference in the, um, the way social media and the like has affected the world. Then that was like a, a filler in the news of the world. Mm-hmm. Doctor Who girl cheats death. Now it would have been all over yeah. Facebook oh, and Twitter yeah. and we'd have had it from 47 different angles. Yeah. And it was only, I only saw the footage not through nefarious means before it became more widely <laughs> seen. Yeah, on the DVDs, yes. But we've, we also met Sophie at a few conventions yeah. over our years, didn't we? 
She did the funky gibbon for us. <laughs> We've got pictures which we'll put up online. <laughs> we, we were at a lovely little convention near the Albert Hall. It was Chaos Con. Chaos Con, yeah. And there was Sergeant Benton. Yep. Uh, was was Nick there? He was. And we had. Because um, I felt my bump. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Was that construct number one or number construct two? Construct number one. Number one. Um, there was screams, screams a lot. Which uh, assistant screams a lot? Uh, well, that narrows it down. No, no. Um, Victoria Walter. Victoria. Victoria. Oh. Debbie Watling. Debbie Watling. And there was Sophie. And there was a charity auction, as you have a want to do. And the charity auction was Sophie would sing whatever song the winning bid was. So, of course, being good little boys and girls that me and Karen and Keith and Penny we and together. Heather were at the time, we clubbed together. Um, Seven pounds, four shillings and thruppence <laughs> was raised. They're about, yes, and she said, what would you like us to sing? So we said, the funky gibbon. <laughs> <laughs> that was, it was, she gave us what my grandmother would call an old-fashioned look. <laughs> and then proceeded yeah. to get a chair... And do the Funky, funky Gibbon with, with the actions. <laughs> funky oh, Gibbon good. by the goodies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the Funky, funky Gibbon, the Funky, funky Gibbon. Gibbon. We but are here to show you We've got a picture la, and we la, will la. put it up online for you all to see. But she was, yeah, she, she did a lot of conventions back then and she was mm. always very warm um, to the fans and, yeah. Yeah. you know... Um, Okay, back then conventions had green rooms but didn't tend to chaperone people into green rooms. Um, But you still had some guests that interacted better with the fans or not. Um, And, I mean, all the conventions I ever did where she was attending, she was always very warm with the fans. I mean, there was one where she actually got inside the Dalek, came Mm -hmm. on, started asking questions, and then they said, "Okay, and our mystery Dalek is took the lid off, and she wouldn't come out. (laughs) (laughs) She just sat in the Dalek with the head off because she got quite comfortable and was really enjoying it um, you know so she was, she was really good assistant yeah. from, from the fans point of view she, she compressed the flesh working, mm. working in the public stop sniggering over there <laughs> and she's still stunningly beautiful oh, yeah. 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 what about our favourite ace episodes and our oh, least favourite god uh, again there's it's got to have remembrance oh yes definitely I love remembrance is one of the good ones yeah. uh, I love Fenric yeah Fenric is obviously a good one for her yeah. yeah yeah. I think from an ace point of view disregarding it's one of my favourites I think from ace's point of view it'd either be Fenric or Ghostlight from yeah Ghostlight's uh, the survival for, as well survival is a good one I yeah. think from the worst one I think I mean, their one has to be Happiness Patrol. Yeah. Why does no one like the Happiness Patrol? Yeah, I, I thought like it was it much. wonderful. <laughs> Greatest Show in the Galaxy isn't far behind. Yeah. I didn't, didn't think much of Greatest Show in the Galaxy. Yeah, but it's a toss-up. As I said, even if it's a bad story, those two are good. Mm, yeah. drag you through it. They shine. And looking at the list here on Wikipedia, she's done over 30 Big finish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 she's probably the most prolific. No, and yeah. she's, she's, on she's done t- as well something a book oh, as well. I think I can't remember. Oh yeah, yes. she did a book the back in the nineties, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's done tons of. Every time you hear an advert, it's probably her. Yeah, and she does a lot of children's BBC. Was, CBC's. Was that, it was Corners, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. What is, what's the one she's doing with Tenant at the moment? Kung Fu Ninja. Yeah. 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 yeah, Kung Fu Ninja with David Tennant. What the hell? An animated, an animated. Oh. CGI'd stuff. Something Food Tom, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, kids' program. Yeah. 
Yeah. So the Doctor and the and, and Ace get to act to work together again, but oh. uh, except he's her companion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as it should be. <laughs> but I don't think we'll see a companion quite like we didn't see a companion before. But in many respects, she did lay the ground for the more independent, yeah. stronger companions again. And she had um, her own language, really. Yeah, because they were yeah. starting to become a bit too dependent. Doctor, help, Doctor! Yeah. Kind of style. She's the first companion to really have her own story, her own journey. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. From that point of view, she's a, a new Who companion. One thing I didn't understand... Mm-hmm. We watched only Curse one of, thing. Only one thing. We watched Curse of Fenric. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And she sent... Kathleen and the baby yep. off to her grandmother, yep. and Kathleen was her grandmother. Yep. How did she not know her own grandmother's name? I don't know my grandmother's names. Is it just that I'm really nosy and know everything there is to know probably. about? Well, you've got to remember you being one a of my grandmothers died before I was born. Yeah, but surely you know her then named. And you? my other grandmother died when I was 21, and the grandmother who died when I was 21, I still only know is Mrs. Crowley. I cannot, for the life of me, remember my grandmother's first name. But she must have known what her mother's maiden name was. I know my mother's maiden name, but I well, don't know their not first inquisitive name. enough. <laughs> I don't know their first name. Even if Kathleen or Kath, whatever her name was, Dudman. remarried, and so her surname wasn't Dudman, surely she would have thought, oh, my grandmother's name's Kathleen, oh, and my mother's name's Audrey. But There's a coincidence. Oh, and what year is it? <laughs> there is a thing with Ace that nobody quite knows what her surname is. Yeah. There are two yeah, conflicting we didn't, surnames. We didn't yeah. get the sur- yeah, but still, even if her surname was Smith... Yeah, you can't My get point the... is, she'd know what her mother and grandmother's yeah, names her own were. Name. Right. You kind of <laughs> there wasn't a good relationship between her and her family as it was. <laughs> None of you were nosy enough. <laughs> I don't know my grandfather's Well, you're names. just stupid then. <laughs> Outside now. Excuse me. Yes. We've talked about name calling. You're not stupid. It's not my fault they went and died before I was born. <laughs> well, my great-grandparents died before I was born, <laughs> but I know their names as well. Walk away. Walk away. <laughs> She's annoying me. <laughs> no, just walk away. You said she count, wouldn't annoy me count anymore. To ten and walk away. Happy place. I'm glaring at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're so short-sighted, I can't I know, see. I don't know where I'm glaring. I'm probably glaring at the microphone, in which case I apologise if I've offended it. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Ace, good companion, good jacket. Yeah, mm. yeah. you used to have a jacket. I did. I copied the jacket. Yeah, yeah. It's suspenders. Mm. <sighs> I See, like the it's the one, bat. the one scene in Fenric yeah. where her skirt gets yanked up a bit in a fight, and he <laughs> remembers <Ooh>. it. <laughs> I must get that DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone who can make a good cup of tea. It's simple, really, but many people get careless about tea making. Okay, dear listeners, when I was at a steampunk event recently, we had a game of tea dueling, which mm. we feel is a fine, fine game which should find its way into the realms of hoodum, being the love of tea that we all have. <laughs> now, for this game, 
you need a tiffin master. A tiffin master? A tiffin master. What is a tiffin master? The tiffin master is the person that conducts the game by the rules. So it's not a, just a drunk Anthony Ainley. No, no, okay. no, no, no. They make Often sure tiffin. that the dunkers perform properly and adjudicate accordingly. Dunking? Explain yes. dunking. Well, you have two dunkers. Ooh. <laughs> they are the combatants. That's what your bra's for. It keeps them out of the way. He did, yes. They are the combatants in this particular game. Mm-hmm. Each combatter has a mug of tea. tea. Finest tea? It has to be the finest tea. It cannot be coffee. <gasps> Can the tea have sugar in it? Yes, the tea may have sugar in it. But Can the tea have milk in it? It may have milk mm-hmm. in it. Ideally, it should not have sugar in it in case other competitors wish to have a go, but that's up to you. Okay. But it cannot be coffee. No. It cannot be hot chocolate. No. It cannot be alcohol, but why the heck you would want to dunk a biscuit in alcohol? Yeah, perfectly on point. <laughs> so you've got your tiffin master. You have you've your got your tea. tea. You have a plate with six Ooh. malted milk biscuits. Malted milk. Are they the ones with the little cow on them? They are the ones That's with the, one, the yeah. cow on them. I like them. Any biscuit along that line, no chocolate... Mm-hmm. Hobnobs? No ginger hobnobs. Ooh. The biscuit must not be adulterated by anything other than biscuitness. Biscuitness. <laughs> You're inventing words again. I know Biscuity. I am. So you have your tea in one hand. You have selected a biscuit. Yes. How Stick does it. one dunk? Well, the tea is on the table. <laughs> okay. And with the biscuit held between the thumb and, and the forefinger, okay. one dunks it. While the tiffin master counts to five, at least three quarters of the biscuit must be dunked. But, Jean, <laughs> your biscuit could crumble. It could. It could become a floppy mess at the bottom <laughs> of your cup. Ah, in which case it's known as a splodge. A splodge. So, at the count of five, mm-hmm. you remove your biscuit and hold it in an upright, but vertical Jean! position. Your biscuit could go floppy. It could do. <laughs> Flaccid. <laughs> Which it would be called a splash. A splash. Or, if it fell on you, a splodge. Oh, no. And you could be burned. You could. <laughs> yeah. So you hold the biscuit. Yes. The person who can get the entire biscuit into their mouth in one go... Without it splodging or without splatting? Without it breaking, that is a nom. A nom. 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 Ah, nom, 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 Now, the nom. idea is the person to get a nom, but after the other person has. So you have to eat your biscuit whole, but be the last one to ah, eat so it. Ah, so you've got to hold it in there, or up there, for as long as possible without it splodging or splatting. Yes. So, so it's, it's a test of willpower it's a and test guts. Of, it's a test of knowing the biscuit's going to go, and also outfoxing the other person. Adam, do yep. you have some malted milk? We I do. feel we need to have the first ever podcast round of... of. Tea So, Jean, will right, you be six. the Tiffin Master? I will be the Tiffin Master. Master. Excellent. If real Keith can battle his way into a packet of malted <laughs> milk <laughs> biscuits, the cows are fighting back. And if... Where's a nail when you need one? If at any point you decide to play this amongst yourselves, and with a group of you... Mm-hmm. Each time, there must be a minimum of six biscuits presented to the combatants. Right. And they must be fresh biscuits. No stale biscuits. Uh, I was going to say, 
surely a nice stale biscuit would make it easier. It would do. So you must have Damn. fresh biscuits. So. Is, there, is there an art to selecting the right biscuit? Well, I'm told <laughs> if you look for the ones that are slightly darker, it means that they have been baked longer. Ah. So they have a great propensity to hold their shape. Mm-hmm. The one with the big crack down the middle's not That's recommended. Not, not really recommended. Right. Okay. So who are who our first combatants? I think me, 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 me. Crumbly me, 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 me. or Crumbly and Fake Keith. You're going down, boy. On Your biscuit is going to splodge, you and right. it's going to splodge do hard. Ha- do you have your tea? We have our tea. We have our tea. Okay. What happens if they both splodge? Uh, Given our age, that yes. could... <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never had any complaints of fake rumbles. Okay, combatants, are you ready? We are ready. ready. Select your weapons, and they are choosing their biscuits with care. Now, yeah. are we ready? Hold, presenting their presenting biscuits. the biscuits. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I will tell you when you dunk your biscuit, at least two-thirds of it must be dunked. Yes, ma'am. To the count of five. And dunk. One, two, three, four, five. Remove your biscuit. And the tension here is powerful. The biscuits are now in their prime position. The upright. The study is going on. The sweat is... Oh, no! Oh, that's Baking a gross job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, what do you want me to scoop it out for? Could I have a tissue? <laughs> Crumbly wins that oh. on the uh, basis that he got a half burning. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. It looks like something babies do. <laughs> the biscuits Sorry. both gave way, but Sorry. Crumbly managed to get at least half of the biscuit into his mouth. Oh, that's what you Adam. Keith, however, managed to get half the biscuit down in her cleavage. I'll save that for later. (laughs) And none of it into her mouth, so so Snack for real Keith for later. (laughs) Would you like to have another go? Oh, that's rude. If you put your tongue anywhere near me. Sorry. Oh, Keith. Oh, Oh. Oh. It reminds me of when the kids were young. (laughs) Would you like another go? Yes, that was fun. (laughs) It's like a bib. Well, apart from it went down to a cleavage. Okay. (laughs) I've got a pain. Mm. Now the dress rehearsal is over, and our combatants have felt the pain. <laughs> and the burning agony. <laughs> and yes, also... Could I, could I have one? Because I'm going to... I'm going to have a bib, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, it's all over the bleeding place. <laughs> it's bibbing allowed. Bibbing's allowed. Well, one has spilled. Oh, it just splodged on my tablet. You half numbed on your tablet. Right. OK, would you like to present the biscuits? Right. I don't want to play anymore. Yes, yes, six, six fresh biscuits are on the plate. Combatants, choose your weapons. We have chosen. Weapons are selected. Are you ready? Yes. We are ready. I'm going to have it closer to my mouth this time. <laughs> and and that's dunk. setting up ready. And the tea One, biscuit has gone two, into the tea. Three, you can see the look of concentration four, spreading five, across the face. Draw. And they, the biscuit is up. And it is... Oh, Crumbly's taking his time there. Crumbly is taking his time. The biscuit is now fully erect. Karen is oh. studying... Oh, 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 for the mouthful. And now mm. it is Crumbly. How long can Crumbly hang on before his... And he's oh, done! Crumbly! Crumbly! 
Crumbly's biscuit has fallen half, but Karen got hers in her mouth it's complete. It's so much nicer when you don't have to lick it off your own cleavage. Karen has and nom. I didn't explain to me why you have just gone upstairs and got a rain bag. <laughs> I think we need to have El Presidente versus real Keith now. Oh. Battle of the Giants. Crumbly's messed himself. Do you have your biscuit? I'm I am sp- claiming my biscuit. Um, no. Um, no. Um, it's the hard task. Yes. Would you like to claim your biscuit? Mm. He's choosing them with care and study. Um, the little calf there looks a little stronger. Going his X-ray way. vision. Oh, can, yeah. He yeah. can tell what the internal workings of the biscuit is. <clears throat> the combatants have selected their weapons. Combatants, are you ready? I'm ready. Presenting. Dunk your tea biscuits now. One, two, Ooh. three, four, five. Withdraw. All the biscuits Ooh. are at the ready, and it is a question of who is going it's to be floppy first. There. It is. Oh, yes. Looks of grim determination yeah. on each of their faces. Claps oh, real Keith. His is standing proud, and oh. El Presidente's. Oh, oh yeah, that's oh. nice and erect. Isn't it? Yes. <laughs> oh, that was a close run thing, that was. Their biscuits both broke in half. Ooh. I got a sloppy corner. They've been splodged, both of them, soundly. <laughs> I think El Presidente possibly won, but neither of them got a biscuit anywhere near their mouths. <laughs> so I'll say that was a draw then. Yes. A total game of silliness. We need a tiebreaker, do we? I think so. Yep. Yep. Go on then. We have a tiebreaker. So choose your weapons. Oh no, we need some fresh biscuits. Right. As as uh, <coughs> Bill Keith. These were clean on. Bill Keith <laughs> had the first well. selection last time, so El Presidente, you <laughs> choose your weapon first. Right. Let's see. <laughs> Ooh, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I know which one I'll go for. <laughs> do you? I think I can go for this one. Okay. Yeah, it looks uh, a little bit darker. Maybe. Real Keith, more choose trustworthy. your weapon. Will you betray me, biscuit? Will you? <laughs> <laughs> Missing the hint completely. (laughs) (laughs) Biscuit is presented. Okay, combatants. Tea. tea. Now, ordinarily, you'd be having the tea on a table facing each other, but we don't have those luxuries here. No, no. On the clipboard. Needs must. And do you have your weapons ready? My weapon is always ready. ready. Get your (laughs) weapon ready to dunk. And when I say dunk, dunk. Dunk. One, two, three, four... Five, withdraw. <laughs> and here we are, the second like bout between El Presidente <laughs> and Real Keith. Don't make me vibrate. <laughs> oh, looking good so far, <laughs> the biscuits are standing El proud. El Presidente's is going floppy. Oh, he's gone And Real Keith Real gets Keith. a two-thirds of a nom there. He yeah. gets most I'm of the biscuit. I'm the only one to get the full nom. You're the, you're the only, only one, one to get the full <laughs> nom, I'm afraid. But you're the only one also to get the full cleavage. Well, this is true, yeah. More on the clipboard than his <laughs> Luckily, it is plastic covered. <laughs> As is El Presidente. <laughs> yeah. So, I think in this first tea dueling competition of the Staggering Stories, Fake Keith is most redoubtedly the, the winner. Yay! <laughs> I found a new skill. <laughs> Biscuit cleavage dunking. Yes. Do give this Works a go at work. It's hysterical. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> 
until you've actually tried it, you don't realise how, how competitive yeah. tea biscuit don't there is, there be. There is a level of skill there. There is a level of skill. It's a matter of holding your weapon upright. Yeah. But, oh, but see, making sure that it doesn't <laughs> flop. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> We're not even going to pretend this is a smut, are we? <laughs> oh, no. no. Pretense went out the window when it hit your cleavage, my dear. Uh, fair <laughs> oh, they did have quite a large target. <laughs> and so, dear listeners, that was the inaugural bout of staggering stories, tea dueling. That leads us through to, in June, it will be our podcast's fifth anniversary. Woo-hoo! To celebrate, we are g- going to go down to Cardiff. Yes. Woo! That's in Wales. Wales is where it? they film Doctor Who. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. We'd like you all to Casualty. come with us. We were. Mm, yes. Yes, all of them. Yep, yep. Especially Naya. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think she's sadly already declined. Oh. Aww. Aww. But Naya, I've knitted half a blanket <laughs> just for you. Well, it's yeah. not for you at all, really. It's for me. It's fitting a doll's house, but that's not the point. Uh, do you mind? It's got, it's got 12 squares now. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, on Sunday the 24th of June 2012, we are hiring, already hired, two minibuses. Count them. Two minibuses, which can take 16 passengers each. So, possible 32 people here, (laughs) not including drivers. And we are going to Cardiff, and we have a proper tour planned. We do. Anybody who came to the Twub Crawl last year will know Helen, who organised that. Oh, yes, she was good. Yep, she's organising this one. She's going to give us a tour around uh, the Torchwood Tower, uh, Ledworth. There it is. Um, mm. God knows where else. Uh, <laughs> loads of places you'll recognise. And, 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 you may even see us do some live podcasting. Ooh. And you can all join in, please. Yes. yes. Yep. We want a captive audience. Now, where are these two coaches leaving from? Uh, one will be coming from Crawley. Uh-huh. Yes. And one will be going from Crawley to London, probably Earl's Court, and then on to Cardiff. And if people wish to join us, mm-hmm. obviously there is limited spaces. Yes. When do they need to let you know by? And is there any cost if they wish to use the, avail themselves of the minibuses? You, the minibuses have cost us money, so we will need to ask people for money. We're looking at probably about £20 each. Give us that money. And if people are joining <clears> us in <throat> Cardiff? I don't know. <laughs> they, we still need to use the coaches around Cardiff, so we all need to keep the seats free for them, unless they've got a car they can follow us. Okay. So if so. you are coming, please do let us know so we, we've got a rough idea for numbers. Yeah. At the moment, it's still early days, but on the Facebook group, there's some discussion of it. We have a preliminary schedule, itinerary, which hasn't been published yet, but we're still waiting on which pub we're going to stop at. Yeah. Which yeah. is where we'd be doing the podcast recording maybe even a bit of tea dueling maybe tea dueling yeah until they kick us out (laughs) (laughs) and who knows if people want to come along and do their desert island uh escape pod discs rather Mm -hmm. or their 30 second recommendations or or... things in five seconds yeah things in five seconds things in five words five words yeah do have a look at the schedule because if you find that you can't make it for the actual tour round or Mm. you don't have the finances but are in the area and want to join us we would still like to see you yeah. In the pub and for the rest of it. Yep. Definitely. Yep, yep, yep. The plan currently is we will be leaving uh, Earl's Court at about 8.30am. It's going to be a full day. Yes. We'll be back late, probably about 10-ish, 11 o'clock-ish. What prepared. time will the Crawley coach be leaving? Probably a similar sort of time. And to encourage more people down on uh, to Crawley, because we don't want to have a half-empty coach from Crawley, minibus, 
we might might have a quick meeting on the Saturday before. I don't know. If people came down and you know who they were, it, would there be floor spaces for them to lie on? Because I'm just thinking if people are finance tight, they might come down the night before but not have a hotel room or I'm something. Not, I'm sure there will be as long as they bring a sleeping bag. Yeah. Mm. I'm sure we could arrange something. So that's 24th of June, 2012, Sunday. And if you can make it, have any questions, please email us and we'll be happy to answer your questions. And I have a help. question. What's your question? Why is there biscuit in my teacup? The boys are now going to speak to you. While the girls, the sensible ones, fall I'm asleep. Going to sleep. <laughs> Dirk, gently, holistic detective. <laughs> yes, so Dirk Gently has been back. Yes, he has. Three yes. episodes, a season, a series, if you yeah, like, of three. Well, mi- yeah, mini season, yes. Yes, yes, after the pilot, yes. which was quite a while back. Yeah, now. it was almost, if not was, a year ago. Yes, yeah. That yeah. long ago. Thanks, so, It's quite yeah. a long time, yeah. Yeah, quite, quite a long mm-hmm. while. Oh. Stephen Mangan. Mm-hmm. Dirk Gently. The curly riotous mop hair. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, and who is the guy who plays Macduff? <laughs> He's got to look it up. Mm. Darren Boyd. That's it. Again, these, are like the one we've already reviewed, I think mm. this is the series in a whole, these are original stories, not penned by Douglas Adams. Indeed, no. But they're taking no. the, the archetype that Douglas Adams has laid down, so to speak, in the two mm. books. I mean, they're, the, the, well, the they're very much in the vein of the uh, Douglas Adams yeah. books, yeah. Yeah. Although, I would argue... Maybe not the second one, but certainly the first and third ones aren't really science fiction. Yeah. There's an element of science fiction in the second one with the android, mm, wanting a better word. Yes, which I thought was a bit of a disappointing story, actually. Yeah, I thought all three were a bit disappointing, actually. Oh. I much preferred the pilot myself. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know why. I, I've watched the pilot again, I can't quite put my finger on what it is. Well, for me, it was the other way around. i got to admit, yeah. I didn't rate the, um, uh, the pilot very highly. I because because you didn't improve or you couldn't get past the fact that um, the character of Dirk Gently mm-hmm. wasn't any more than a con man and was out for his own money. Whereas mm-hmm. in the book and the series that has followed it, mm-hmm. he is a detective. He does have methods. Mm-hmm. They might be slightly bizarre, off the wall and completely crazy, but he did was more of a, as I said, more of a detective. See, I still thought that of the pilot. I didn't really take it away that he was a con man, even in the pilot. No, as I said, that that didn't just didn't come across to me. I mean, mm. it does refer to in the TV series refers to more of his methods, i.e., getting where you want to go by following a car that mm. looks like it's going in the right direction. Well, that's Zen, from the second yeah. book. It wasn't Zen in the first book. No, it wasn't in the first book. I'd mainly, but it was in the second book. Mm-hmm. So it's more of the the methods of the character and mm, so shall we have a brief synopsis of the episodes then? well we talked about the first one already yeah. mm-hmm. so the second one yes there was a murder at a college yes it's the uh, the pilot and this were both related to uh, Dirk's uh, university days mm, yeah. that's right yes. indirectly for the pilots but more so with this second episode here and the book the first book particularly is also all about his university days, so this mm-hmm. does take a bit of a leaf out of that. Mm, yeah. So it's an old professor of his who he thought, who gently thought, was the one who really trusted him and saw something in him, and in some ways gave Dirk Gently this whole idea of the interconnectedness of everything. He has to call upon Dirk Gently as a security consultant. 
that's right because um, this professor, his well, he well, he's murdered, and his um, his creation has gone missing. This android, yes, it's meant to be an AI mm-hmm. uh, in a body. And I don't know. I thought it was a bit too easy to figure out again. Um, the thing about Dirk Gently is it shouldn't be that easy. I think. Yeah. My my problem with these three in in general is they were too regular in terms of yeah. being a detective story. They were they were the story the actual mysteries were no different to what you'd see in any other detective mm-hmm. series. Yeah. Really. Mm, I mean that was pretty much the impression I had anyway. I mean, so there wasn't really sort of well, apart from you know, apart from his theories about the interconnectedness of all things. I mean, mm. I thought. That was just the way he went about solving these, what, very down-to-earth cases. Mm. You saying that, I never saw it, but when you said a murder at a university, etc., the first thing went through my head was, Midsummer Murders! It yeah. sounds like a plot <laughs> for Midsummer or, Murders! Uh, mm. Morse, particularly, yeah. 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 I, I will admit that. Um, certainly the books were more fantastical, because I'm not sure that the first book was uh, the time travel element. Yeah, the first book you had the aliens... Yeah. Who crash landed on Earth? And yeah, and the the second book was uh, the Norse gods. Yes, yeah, with, yeah. with Thor getting uh, lost. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> anyway, back what that has got to do with it? Gently, I'm not sure. Sorry. Back at the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I mean, yeah, I think I'd find it more enjoyable and more interesting. I'd, I'd find it more enjoyable if they did include the more fantastical elements of the book or yeah. more left field mm. elements. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I found I enjoyed it as a straightforward detective series. Yeah, it's all right as a straightforward detective series, uh, series but it should. Dirk gently be a straightforward detective series. I don't think it should, no. Mm, yeah, but as I say, I mean, that, that was my impression of the series as a whole. I mean, as I say, it was, as I say, straightforward and down to earth. It was just the way he went about solving the cases yeah. that was, you know, sort of, you know, sort now, of left, was, uh, left field. So. I, I can understand that, but as I, I was saying, the, the, the books are more completely left field. Mm, yeah. The, uh, like I said, the, there is one where they're trying to sell. The second book was trying to sell the real estate of uh, Asgard. Mm. And uh, Thor has been banished to Earth and is slowly turning everything into... uh, Accidentally turning everything into normal, everyday appliances. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. He turns his secretary into a Coke machine. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Completely by accident. Yeah, well, in the first one you had that whole time travel element. And the whole crazy idea that nobody quite believed at first that this guy had time-travelled and the cat had time-travelled. Yeah. But, of course, being dirt gently, it, 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 it happens. Yeah. And he got it because of this his weird way of thinking, whereas here he's solving quite mundane stuff generally. Yeah. OK, mm-hmm. the android was a bit unusual. Mm, yeah. But it's still, it's just one creature killing another creature yeah. at the end of the day. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's the, way, the way it is going, it is, I, I admit I enjoyed it a lot better than the first one, but I understand your points of view. It could be just another Sherlock Holmes variation. Yes. I the the um the way the solved the crimes are solved complete seem completely mysterious and bizarre until the reasoning is explained. Yeah, yeah. It's the sort of thing where you shouldn't be able to get it so far ahead, yeah. really. Mm. Uh, the third one was uh, I think a little bit better in that Dirk Gently's clients were being killed off. Yes, they were being bumped off, yes. And I should say that was through the most sort of well, the most labyrinthine sort of manner possible. That was uh, getting there, I think, uh, in terms of 
slightly off the wall yeah. sort of thing, but not a bit late. Not quite there yet. Mm. Do you know if it's been commissioned for another series? Do you know how the I don't did? No, I don't know how it's done actually. No, yeah. it's odd. A lot of people do seem to have preferred it over the pilot, and I'm completely the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> As I say, I mean, I would say I prefer the first and the third episodes as opposed to the um, the second episode. Yeah, sort of, yeah, for the reasons I stated previously. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, well, it's a, a bit of a... Yeah, I was disappointed, I'd yes. say. I was looking forward to it after the pilot and could not quite there. Could do better. Yeah, and I don't know if they've toned down his character as well, maybe a bit. Well, as I said, they seem to have added more of the interconnective detectivity to him. And sort of tone down very other aspects. Mm. The cr- more criminal element. <laughs> mm, yeah, but may not say on the whole an enjoyable series. Yeah, give it a go. See what mm-hmm. you think. Mm, yeah. Right, you've been writing to us again, you lovely, lovely people. Oh, thank lovely you. people. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, we've heard from Andre. Hello, Andre. Oh, that reminds me. What? Saying hello. Yes. Oh, yes. We haven't said hello oh, to him. Oh, no. We haven't we offered him a biscuit. We haven't. Try the one that Adam just stepped on. Could you offer the head of Pertwee a biscuit? Yeah. <laughs> no. no. Just sniff it. We'd better just say hello no. to him before yeah. he eats us. I think he knows us. you stepped on it. Yeah. Hello. Hello, head of Pertwee. Hello, cardboard to be replaced with shorter version of whoever. Yeah, I was going to say, do we have is. to say hello to all these other bits too? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Hello, hello, Graham. Dangerous Churchill. Yep. Nazi Spock. Plastic Amy. Dubiously positioned Plastic Amy. Yep. <laughs> and everyone else. Yes. Back to Andre. <laughs> he says greetings from America. Hello, America. Hello, America. Oh, he's American. Yeah. Oh, really? Do, do you remember that curious vocal twang? I did wonder. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was from the West Country, but obviously no. I was wrong. Hello to all the forgetful humans that have once again, I am guessing, have forgotten to say hello to the head of Pertwee. <laughs> and all so other well. non-human members of Staggering Stories. No, we said it. <laughs> Only did you read the first line of your letter and realise? <laughs> A few comments on podcast 128. Oh. Fake Keith cannot have my Twinkie as I am a happily married man. <laughs> Damn. My guess for legless daddy had eyebrows removed. I am guessing Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. 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 Who, once he had his legs amputated by Obi-Wan Kenobi, had the misfortune of catching fire and his eyebrows got all crispy and burned off. <laughs> yeah. I see yeah. what you mean. He got it right, but for... Not quite. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Close, close. American sci-fi made in the UK was what tweaked me to it. I sit here in the early hours listening to number 128 and typing this email instead of doing my preparation for my eight or nine panels at the end of the month at ICOM 31. <laughs> Oops. I I also saw John Carter in, pre- in preview, and I did like it as much as you did. Mm. With it being a sneak preview, there was a representative from Disney there to get reactions. Ooh. Now, I was not going to say anything to him until the person <laughs> ahead of me, a 20-year-old git, kept going <laughs> on and on to him about how she wouldn't take a child to this movie and how it stole from Avatar, Star Wars and a litany of <laughs> other films. This, of course, peeved me. As a result, I was happy to point out to the Disney rep that as a father, I would take my son to this movie and I understand that the source material was a hundred years old and everyone stole Mm, from it. Yes, (laughs) 
As to the cider at Galley, I oh. merely went to the store and bought it. <laughs> if you come back next year, which I advise that you do, Retracted. I will be glad to take you to the proper store to purchase oh. it or pick some up for a nominal fee. <laughs> <laughs> nominal fee. I guess I will eventually send audio feedback, but not today, as for some reason I am doing it this way, which takes quite a bit longer than if I merely spoke to a freewheeling, <laughs> rambling manner in which I talk. <laughs> Warmest no. regards, Andre Tessier. Thank, Thank you, you Andre. Andre. Thank you a lot. And we're going to hold you to that. Side. I fully understand that another woman has claim to your Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> we have. She's a lucky, lucky woman lady. Since when did Will Keith become another woman? <laughs> have you been having Andre's Twinkie? <laughs> I, I may talking have... about Andre's Twinkie. <laughs> yes. I may have nibbled on the end. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and as for Galley, yes, we are kind of hoping. Yeah. Yes, we're, we're we trying will, to pull we'll funds together at the moment. Mm. Damn it, I really want to go. <laughs> I'd rather go to Galley and miss the thing in November. And I'd rather go to both and just do weekends for both. But anyway. Still anyway. a lot of money. Anyway. Yeah. We have one here from David from Bristol. Hello, David from Bristol. He says, now if I turn up the boost, you should be able to see this. Ooh. Due to a two streams timey-wimey thing, I can only hear you in the past. Currently yeah. show number 108. Ah. Ah. Trying hard to get closer to, to your real time. Need more time. Pod overload causing time slowdown. Just wanted to be the first to say hello to cardboard Jenna Louise. <laughs> hope, hope Amy isn't too put out. <laughs> of course, if you read this out, I won't hear it until I catch up. Keep up the good work. David from Bristol. Thank, Thank you, you, David, David from, from Bristol. Bristol. I suppose we'll have to come up with a name for her. Mm, well, yes. there like was Raven one. Raven Black Smeggy Muff. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, the uh, recent uh, Patrick came up with, uh, what was it, Smorgasbord Hefelheimer, I think? Mm, something like that, yeah. We'll, we'll have to decide. Just along those lines. Yeah. Yes, I think I think it needs to be needs to be different. Oh, okay. We'll think okay. of something. I have one. Okay. Hello there, you weakling scums. <laughs> yes. Weakling scum. It's I have Galishon, just been watching it? the Horns of <laughs> Nymon. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so so sorry. <laughs> this is from Lord Mr. Nymon. <laughs> I've got access to my email again. Woo! Yes. I figured out the password. <laughs> it was Karen Gillen. <laughs> but I changed it. Now it's Amy Pond. <laughs> oh no, that means I have to change it yes, again. Yes, you do. Anyway, I hope to send you in some sufficient feedback next time, Mr. Jack. Thank, Thank you, you, Mr. Jack. P.S. Good to hear you all losing your minds on the Horns of Nyman commentaries. <laughs> all right, I have one here from Nick. Hello, Hello Nick. Nick. Hello, staggerers. The vote-rigging head of poetry, Centaurium advisor Nazi Spock, and interning Bernhilda Nobnacker. It's actually Gunhilda, not Bernhilda, but we won't get it. Are you criticising someone's spelling? No, I'm not criticising someone's spelling. They spelt Grunhilda with burn. burn. So it ah, said Bernhilda. Grunhilda. You do know that next time he's going to write a letter saying that's actually how you spell it. Probably. probably, probably mm-hmm. In which case I do humbly and beseechingly apologise I'd get you grovelling in now. Okay, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> back again with one, one question... And to share a TV moment that made me cry. Aww. Aww. 
West Heather from EastEnders. Did you see it? I know. Oh, that's oh. Cool. That's cool. No, 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 no. Sorry. You always start that in my letters. I know. <laughs> it's always a little that tradition. Mind you, that Benny's a bad penny. Oh, it really is. Yeah. 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 That, that, that. He's done sneering level two in acting class. Does Benny have the woolly hat? No, wrong Ben. Um. (laughs) West Wing was a very popular programme in our household. It was. Yeah, it was very good. It was one of the very few shows my mother and I would sit down together to watch. During filming of the final season, one of the show's mainstays and highly respected actor in his own right... John Spencer died of a heart attack. Mm. It was also somewhat ironic as his character also suffered a heart attack two seasons previously and survived. Even though you know the actor had passed and the character would not survive to the end of the show, the actual episode in which the character dies is difficult to watch. The real emotion of losing someone that important to the cast on and off the screen is heartbreaking. It's difficult not to look into the face of Christian Chenoweth in the opening scene of the episode and not shed a tear or two. (laughs) Another brilliant actor who is greatly missed by many of his fans. Now that I'm feeling thoroughly depressed, I wish to finish this email on a somewhat lighter note. Oh, good, because we're, you know, sobbing here. (laughs) With a question. If you could take one piece of scenery... From your favourite sci-fi show and display it at your home, what would it be? Mm. Note: leggy, red-haired innuendos are not a valid answer, Adam. <laughs> I would take the front of the TARDIS. Yeah. If you could just take the one the piece box. of scenery uh, I, rather, I, I, rather I, I, than I, I, the actual prop itself. If I, I could no. take the whole TARDIS, mm. the whole piece box, I'd take, take the, that. Uh, take the police box, I've got to admit. But if I could only take one bit of it, mm. it would be the doors. If I could only take one bit of it, it would probably be the classic series Roundels. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'd take one of the light cycles from Tron Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> probably a Mavellan handgun. Maybe the the big um Pardon? We're not we're not using Amy Pond. <laughs> the, the, the viewing screen on ah. the on oh, yeah. Matt Smith's console yeah. room. Yeah, the, really the Baker light one. No, 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 no. The, the big view screen. Oh the on big the round one in mm, the wall. Right, uh, right, right, right. We've heard from Sandro. Hello, Hello Sandro. He says Hello there again, people. I'm so sorry about an improbable podcast sneak peek, but the quality was horrific, so I just cancelled it. Oh. Laura and I were going to talk about The Hunger Games, oh, which yeah. we just saw last mm. night. You guys should review it. Yeah. Anyway, time for my thoughts on John Carter. Oh, I haven't seen it. <laughs> and I'm not sure if I want to. Answer oh, me this. Yeah. Is it like Prince of Persia? But I'll tell yeah. you one movie I will see, Men in Black 3, looks great. Why the head of Pertwee am I telling you this? <laughs> oh, on account of AJP, because we didn't record it, go and check out the website, improbablewebsite.webs.com. Plug, plug. And I shall leave you with my uncut signature again, but I've updated it. Diets are like John's socks. They stink, quote Garfield. Bow ties are cool. Sandro. <laughs> Thank you, Sandro. It's not really like Prince of Persia. No, no, it's, it's much more fun than Prince of yeah. Persia. I can but make we, a film yeah. recommendation. Make well, a then. film recommendation. It's not like Sherlock Holmes or anything like that, so if you're expecting Obviously. flashiness, you won't want to go and see it. But if you like a brain-stimulating whodunit with a twist of made-up history, go and see The Raven. Yeah, I want to see that. Based mm. on Edgar Allan Poe's books and deaths or murders committed in oh. the style of Edgar Allan Poe's mm. prose and stories. I saw the trailer for Mr. Poe's in it. I, Poe, Edgar Allan Poe in it. I saw it and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Anyway, <laughs> Any more letters? Yes, yes, I have one. I have a letter here from Henrik. Hello, Hello. Hello. Henrik. Henrik. Dear team, 
Team. Since I've been a regular listener to the podcast for about four years now, oh. it's probably about time that I write in and tell you how brilliant a job you're doing. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you have all done very well. well he is an old listener. <laughs> oh, well. I like the new segments along the line of things in five words or just a minute. It would be fun if you tried to induce some more far-out subjects in just a minute, like <laughs> they have here on the radio programme. At least they do on the Swedish version. Oh, the Swedish mm. version. I'm not doing mm. just a minute in Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> it could Bursty, be something... Bursty, 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 Bursty. <laughs> That's a just insult to all our Swedish <laughs> listeners. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It could be something <laughs> along the lines of, and I love these two, and we've got to use them at some uh, point, hmm? how best to nurture a head of Pertwee, <laughs> or how I came to be chased down the streets of Crawley by a quark. Awesome. Just yeah. a suggestion. <laughs> for next time. Well, I, I do have to point out, it is El Presidente who suggests the topics, and his mind is slightly one-tracked. <laughs> two-legged, but one-tracked. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely two-legged. <laughs> oh, and another thing. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh. Could you please explain the... How does he smell joke? <laughs> it's not that I don't appreciate a good joke. They just tend to be much funnier once I'm in on them. Now, remember, they've said they've been listening to Just a Minute in Swedish. Mm-hmm. So This is true. Until what I hear from you next time, bod be with you, Henrik. Thank you, Henrik. Yeah, thank now, you. if we tell you the what, whole how joke... How does he smell joke? Well, <laughs> my dog has no nose. Yes, my dog has no nose. How does he smell? Terrible. Terrible. Is that As what in, he means? If he has <laughs> yeah. no nose, he can't smell. No. Play on words. Yes. So it's not irony. Yeah. It also means that he smells terrible. The dog yes. smells. And somehow, I'm not quite sure how it happened. It is a double meaning. It got to uh, Terrace Dix, who famously has no neck. Oh, yes. 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 Terrible. Yes. It's an odd English sort thing. Migrated. Yes. Mm, it did. Yes. It's, it's the double meanings of words and expressions mm. and using them out of, um, out of context. context. Right, well, we have one here from Will. Hello, Will. Hello, Stanley Stories. It's me, I'm back. Where's he been? Don't, don't know. know. Sorry They're about my back. audio feedback not going too well last oh, time. Oh, it's that Will. Ah. Sorry, oh, Will. With a sick note, if he's been somewhere and didn't get permission from us, I think this is outrageous. <laughs> so now I'm going to stick to email, and in answer to Jean's question, my 12th birthday is nearly coming. Oh, Whoa. for God's sake! <laughs> so you do it's the maths. that Will. <laughs> the question about me sharing a birthday year with Keith. A birthday year? You barely share... You don't even share the same Thank century you. with Keith. <laughs> You're <laughs> 12, you cannot <laughs> share the birthday He's not even 12 yet. He was born in a different century to you. He's obviously a man of style, a man of flair. A different millennium. <laughs> Karen, do you suddenly feel very Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, God, and we've been saying bad words. No, 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 we haven't. You You've have been, been saying bad, bad words. words. You always say bad words. I said tosser last time and you <laughs> left it in. <laughs> yes, Will, that has... that's a bad word and you must never use it. No, it's someone, If you're unsure by any of the words we use, go and ask your parents no, or carers no, or guardians. No. Don't be so patronising. <laughs> and they will tell you what it means and then ground you. Anyway. 
Anyway, back to Will's letter. Sorry, Will, what were you saying? <laughs> People say, I've never been in a 3D cinema before, so I don't know the difference between IMAX and 3D. I've heard about the new companion, and my opinion is... Oh, I've never seen or heard about her before. Good opinion. Good. Now I shall talk about my favourite chocolate. Oh, wait. Doc 2 stories. Oh. New series. I don't want to go into detail because I'm not, not that kind of person. Number one, The Doctor's Wife. Yay! Yes. I like this, lad. I like <laughs> this because it is interesting. Number two, The Unicorn and the Wasp. I like this, lad. <laughs> like it because it is unny. Unny? Unny. Unny, apparently. Funny? Funny, probably. There's Three. no F in Watch <laughs> it. Oh, watch it. Three, The Unquiet Dead. Yes. yes. Good choice. I like the acting. Classic series. Number one, The Caves of Andrazani. Yay. Mm, not is, too bad. This is good acting. Yes, it is. Number is good two, City of Death. Oh, yes. Yep. This is good storyline. Number three, The Mind Robber. Yes. Ooh, this is really choice. Good-o. Oh, good-o. 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 Good-o, even. Good-o. Well, that's all from me. Bye from Will. Thank good. you, Will. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Will. Yes. Have good taste in episodes. Yes, yes. very good mm. taste. Right, so we have one here from Reese and Patrick. Hello, Hello Reese and Patrick. Hello, Staggering Stories team. It's me, Reese, with Patrick Lickman for our Hello. usual nonsense. Hello. Hello there. Hello. We do a quite a little, a little shorter nonsense this time. You <laughs> remember from? <laughs> well, we'll have a go. You will remember God. from uh, before last, we said that we would each watch uh, the first episode of Hustle and Being Human. Being Human for me, Hustle for Reese, yes. in an attempt to, you know, get into the new TV show. I haven't done that. Oh, Yeah, I have been busy. And naughty. <laughs> very, very, very busy. Um, but Reese has watched Hustle, so he's going to tell you what he thought about that. Oh, good, 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 yeah. I am? Oh, crikey. Um, <laughs> so I, I really enjoyed it. Time, <laughs> I, really, I sound like a broken record whenever I'm talking about something from um, from the UK. You guys make a lot of good TV shows. You make a lot of bad um, TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But in all fairness, <laughs> I thought it was a bit run-of-the-mill Cops and Roberts. Uh, Roberts? <laughs> Cops and Roberts. Cops and Robert Lannister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cops and uh, Robbers kind of show until we had a scene, that scene where... Um, What's his face <laughs> was pouring the coffee and it froze time around him except for <laughs> our main characters and they all kind of looked to the camera and told the little story. Yeah. And I thought that was a, a, a clever way of making TV. And, yeah. um, there were lots of clever little devices in Hustle like that that come up every so often and it's always a nice little surprise. Hmm. Also, I was quite, I was tricked by the end too. I thought he was really dead. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Spoilers. Apparently you can't fool an honest man. So what does that say about me? <laughs> it says that you're very, very dishonest. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. Your things in five words really baffle me. Speaking <laughs> of which, oh yes, oh, oh. <laughs> wow, professional segue there. Oh, definitely. Um, I've got a thing in six words. Oh my! Oh, oh. okay, Hang on. six. <clears throat> oh my! Um, I'll, I'll give you a hint uh, to start off. Uh, you're looking for a character. A character. Yeah. And it is a post-2005 character. That's helpful. <laughs> okay. So, uh, the thing in six words is this. Another alien doctor, prettier, less talkative. 
Another mm. alien doctor. Another prettier, alien doctor. Less talkative. Mm. Prettier. Prettier less and less talkative. talkative. Ooh. Um. Crikey. Uh, <laughs> you you've got two yeah. different opinions on pretty here. That could doctor. be a problem. <laughs> yeah, well, generally... I'm trying to remember what she looks like. Or he. No, she. she uh, <laughs> I'm trying to remember what she looks like. Another but, alien so. doctor. I was going to say... Um, she was generally accepted as being quite pretty. Sorry, okay. what? Uh, no. I don't know why, but I was going to say the doctor's daughter. But that doesn't really work. No, she wasn't less talkative. She no, and she no. wasn't really a doctor either. Mm. The, the, the talkative <laughs> bit came in and went, oh, bugger. Um, <laughs> Adam, <laughs> what is it? No idea. No idea. <laughs> um, yeah, is there I can thought, think of, but she did talk a fair bit. No. no. Uh, so what is it? She prettier, another an, alien another doctor. Another alien doctor, prettier, less talkative. Uh, I'm the lost. other doctors. <laughs> um, the so nurses it is New Who. From New Who. Oh, Nurse Hayne. Novice Hayne. Moffat era. Oh, Moffat era. Moffat era. Um... Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm a doctor. oh um, what's the name from... Um, I'm trying to go through all the doctors we had. <laughs> um, the Solarian two-parter. <laughs> I'm really going through episode by episode. Da, 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 da. can't remember her name, um, but she we, went down we with the doctor. Yeah. In, well, we will be. Uh, like I don't like giving up, but I can't of. think of another doctor that could have been thought of as pretty... Um, okay, well, that's, that's just over a minute of thinking, so I think that should be enough for the Zoe and Storm team. We failed. Come on. Tell me which season. Uh, you're thinking season six. Oh, oh God. Ah! Doctor Gorse. Is it, um, what's her name from God Complex? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's a nurse again. First half, not second half. First half, not second half. I haven't seen the first half in a while. Oh, um, um the man goes to war. Is there a doctor? Doctor, you say? I do say. Okay. I'm lost, tell me. Yeah. It's uh, the siren from The Curse of the Black Spot. Ah, ah yes. Of ah. course. Sure. Well, I'm not sure oh, if that's a doctor. That's yes. a yes. medical machine. Uh, well, yeah. depending on who you are. Picky. I mean, Gene well, so probably wouldn't find it. So is the hologram that, right? from okay. Voyager, but he was still yeah, the doctor. I think I've just been insulted by we have chatted. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> um, she said it so many times, hasn't she? What? what? I've uh, missed that. Because she doesn't say a bloody word. She does sing, though. Well, kind of. She does sing. Sirens. No, it doesn't sound like that. <laughs> and anything like that. No. Uh, <laughs> you know that tangent they spotted? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, good at this. On it. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. they've been cut short. Oh, go they've got Will syndrome. Hello, staggering. Oh. Oh. First half, not... This will be my birthday. Uh, Happy. Um, speaking of which, next podcast, uh, guys, I won't be with you. Reese might put in some feedback, but I'm going to be in China. Oh, my. Uh, Why do I keep I'm saying fine. that? Um, how? <laughs> No, he's going to be hiding in a I'm cup. I'm flying away on Thursday, <laughs> uh, the 29th, which also happens to be my birthday. Ooh. Happy birthday. Oh. No. Have a lovely time. Not it's yet. a lovely yeah. country to visit. By the time that you, the team, listen to this, I'll be 16. But by the time that you, the listener, listen to this, I will be 17. Oh. Uh, so that's nice. Our little lad's become a time man. Time travel. <laughs> Do you have anything else to talk about, Rick? Oh, um... I did hear something related to Doctor Who happened recently. Um, oh, yeah. Some news. Some woman 
What's, what was she? Oh, woman. Oh. Oh, that yeah. news. Right. I was thinking about the other news about some oh, monsters woman. returning, but we don't want to know about that. No, 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 no. no, 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 no Not no, if you no. don't want Adam Spoilers. to come around and oh, beat yeah. you senseless. No. So, uh, this woman you talk of. Yeah. Jenna uh, something or other. Jenna Louise Coleman. Uh, That's the one. <laughs> so I saw a quite funny tweet immediately afterwards. Uh, her name's Jenna Louise, Jenna Louise Coleman. And somebody <laughs> tweeted saying, I'm confused. Is Louise Jameson coming back? <laughs> so you're not the only one. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, she's the new companion. I've, mm. I think I've, I've vented about this elsewhere, basically saying that I'm not going to judge her at all until, nope. you know, we actually see her on screen. No, no, I never do that. Of course not. Because, you know, there's no point. No, uh, no, I, no. I'm very confident in the ability of Stephen Moffat and I, Andy Pryor and so on uh, to cast a decent, a decent uh, companion, mm-hmm. and I have I, I have no uh, doubt that she'll be marvelous. So yeah, good that's luck your catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, marvelous, marvelous, uh, marvelous. <laughs> um, I'm inclined to agree there. I, I never judge a doctor or, or a companion or a writer if. You know, if they've been hired, I don't judge them. I mean, Steve Thompson proved himself brilliant with the last episode of Sherlock, so if he comes back to Doctor Who, I don't think I'll be judging him. I'm not pre judge him anyway. It'll be, it'll be. Try not to. That'll be interesting to see what happens there, actually. Yeah, it could be like Tom McRae. He could come out with another story that's excellent. That would be nice. Anyway, (laughs) I'd never really judge um, companions or doctors, and I'm just thinking of the time when. Just before the eleventh hour was broadcast, and there are a few people who are a bit, oh, Matt, Matt Smith's a bit too young, oh dear. But Karen is yeah. pretty. That'll be easy, help me uh, ease into it all. Shut up, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, that tendency for evil laugh without me actually realizing. <laughs> Keith, could you do the evil laugh for us? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like we're in blink when they're. Yeah, <laughs> the transcript of the conversation that's already happened. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I think that's everything. Do you have anything else, Ruth? Well, uh, apart from that, I'm pretty excited about having Jenna Louise Coleman. I'm going to struggle with that name. I'm just going to call her Jenna. Um, I'm excited that we're, we've got a new companion, but we've also got about five episodes of The Ponds mm. left. Allegedly. Yeah. Which, that, is, I think. which is exciting. And, uh, we we won't spoil for Adam and maybe any other spoilerphobes that are out there. But if anyone saw the quote from Stephen Moffat regarding this five episodes, no, I, I'm saying, I don't believe him for a second. No, Nor do one I. Bit. <laughs> Nor Just do think I. back to exactly what he said when we got the four different covers of DWM. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly what he said. Yes. Yeah. It's not no a one copy, died. it's not a clone, it's really him. No one I don't died. really mean it this time. No, <laughs> you do not, Mr. Moffat. No, you do not. No. no. <sighs> I don't think Stephen Moffat physically can kill anyone. I don't think it can happen. Well, not physically, I mean fictional. Obviously. <laughs> 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 I'm going to look at the headlines. Okay, I think yeah. we're done here. Yes, I, I think Patrick's... I've started accusing showrunners of murder. Yeah, you're yeah, <laughs> down the wrong path there. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, team, this has been fun again, and hopefully not too long for half an hour. Um, and see you later, or hear you later. Yeah, um, I will probably hear you or speak to you again in about a month-ish. Wow, oh, have dear. a good time. Yeah, yeah, have a good time. Well, what are you going to do without me, Rick? 
What's some more hustle, probably? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, good, good. <laughs> Spicy. And as you're going Bye. to China, his mother's a what? <laughs> <laughs> we have another bit of audio feedback here from Naya. Oh, Hello, Staggering Stories team and your gathering plastic army. Quick <laughs> feedback on the last couple of posts. Hi there, Hika. First of all, Adam, if you have not seen Muppet Treasure Island, I can't recommend that movie too highly. I know it looks silly. I know it sounds silly. It's actually a pretty good adaptation. Better than some of the others that have been (laughs) out there. Uh, Disney's sci-fi Treasure Island was just a disaster. Yes. Whereas Muppet stuff, as usual, is posted, is aimed at both children and adults. And let me tell you, it holds up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting the A couple of other things, mostly uh, Jago and Lightfoot. Oh, brilliant. I'm glad to see you covering that. It's apparently one of Big Finish's most popular lines, which makes a certain amount of sense because it's based off a rather popular story. Yep. Yep. Unfortunately, when I wrote my notes to make my feedback, I didn't say who was saying, well, it sounds very. Sherlock Holmes-like. <laughs> well, Talons of Wang Chiang was supposed to be a Sherlock Holmes yes. story yes. Yes. with the Doctor as Sherlock. Dressed so, Sherlock yeah. Holmes, yeah. of course, Jago and Lightfoot is going to be very Sherlock Holmes-like. Yeah. I'm sorry to say that Nick Briggs claims that there will never be a Sherlock Jago Lightfoot crossover, which is kind of a pity because <laughs> I think that would be yeah. a ton of fun. That would work. Yeah. But the series does appear to be jugging along, chugging along quite nicely. Mm. And it's apparently one of the best-selling things that Big Finish has. So that's something that's be. going to keep going for a while. Mm. Speaking of Sherlock Holmes, there was an announcement recently that there will be a third season of oh, yes. Big Finish's yes. Sherlock Holmes, which is nice for Sherlock audio fans like me, because... It sounded at Chicago Tardis like that line was dead. It's struggling, yeah. The other thing is, um, and by the way, I love hearing you play just a minute, even (laughs) though I boggle a bit. But I wanted to go back to podcasts and answer what was said about how that started out as a radio play, and that explains why I don't know it, because in America, at this point, if there's someone on the radio talking to you, mm-hmm. they are either selling you pol- politics, uh, religion, uh, mm-hmm. or cars, yep. <laughs> or they're telling you about the traffic. Yeah. We have lost any kind of tradition that we used to have of radio plays. It's it's yeah. heartbreaking. We have nothing equivalent to BBC Radio 3 anymore. There are podcasts of the old radio plays, so they can be yeah. found if yeah. you go dig them yeah. up. But the only th- place I know of that's doing anything new is that place called Jim French. And Jim French Productions only does mysteries, and it only does it in some outlying Areas. If you go to their website, I think they have a couple dozen websites that are radio stations that cover them. Mm. And it honestly, I think we're the poorer for it. Mm. We have we have podcasts and we have talk radio, but we have nothing that is as rich and as well-rounded as the way it used to be when you could get plays and book adaptations on the radio. It's a sad thing. But anyway, I have got you talking to to me to look forward to. So (laughs) podcasts are our new talk radio, and I will see you at the next episode. Bye.
That's quite surprising, given that that's yeah. the country that brought us the War of the Worlds well, audio yeah. adaptation, yeah, exactly. which is still listened yeah. to in schools and that. Yeah, yeah. We are very lucky with Radio 4 here. Yeah. All the stuff yeah. they do. Their, their comedy is 6.30 and all their... Every night they've got a, a book read, haven't they, and stuff like that. And, and you're still getting um, comedy series like, um, oh, the one about the devil. Oh, no. uh, yeah. Old Harry's Game. Yes. Mm, They're doing oh, yes. new new versions of Old Harry's Game and that occasionally, and new bits. But going quickly back to Jager and Lightfoot, I've oh, just yeah. heard series four. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Cool. I've, yeah. I've got as far as series three, so I think I'm going to have to invest in series four. might be four. their best yet. It's oh. really good. Mm-hmm. And if you've heard the end of series three, you'll yeah. know who the big bad is. It, it sets it up for series. Well, each end, end last episode sets up the next series. As this one has. Brilliantly. Cool. Uh, at the end of episodes three and four particularly are all wonderful, wonderful Ooh, stuff. Well, um, that's, that's for the birthday list then. Yeah, I highly recommend those. Any more feedback? Okay, and we have one here from Luke. Hello, Hello Luke. Luke. Hello, Staggering Stories. Yes, it's Luke here from Tmudwup. And hello Hiya. to hello. Dangerous Amy <laughs> Spock. Oh, she is dangerous. <laughs> Almost. No, I, you know, I've got this the wrong way around. It doesn't matter. Whatever <laughs> Close enough. variety of things Adam has in his living room. Um, hello to all of you. And to the head Very of Pertwee, too. This will be my final Babylon 5 box set feedback. Apologies. Okay. For the lateness of it, I think I, I finished the box sometime before Christmas, and it is now almost April. Yes, yes. <laughs> like real life, kind of finishing my studies and transitioning into be, being a freelancer. That's still in in process, and uh, and recent yeah. surprising but potentially pleasant developments in the search for fake Luke have been happening. So yeah. um, that said, yeah, let's get on with uh, with this review. Well, this is it. Can I remember anything? The Babylon yeah. 5 movies, I have to say, for the most part, forgettable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some just felt like extended episodes. Yeah. Some felt like they could have been spread over yeah. several several episodes during a series as like a subplot, and you're like, why didn't they do that? Mm. I think my favourite probably has to be in the beginning. That, yes. Um, yeah. That at least kind of sticks and provides some nice extra kind of Context. stuff um, yeah. to, to round out the TV series. I actually yeah. felt that was... That was kind of worthy. The others all felt a bit kind of superfluous and unnecessary. But it was nice yes. to spend some time with those with those characters again, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yes, Crusade. That's obviously oh. the final thing mm. in the box. The complete, uh, well, not the complete, because obviously it got cancelled. But yes. the thirteen episodes that exist. Yeah. Um, really enjoyed that actually. I did. Too. I think I I watched them in what is now JMS's preferred order, but I think he's had several preferred orders in his time. <laughs> that was a little confusing, but I think yeah. whatever way you watch them, it's a little confusing. Is he another George Lucas? But I just really enjoyed those characters and really enjoyed the the, the quest element of it and the, mm. I suppose the vague Blake Seveniness of it in yeah. some senses with them kind of whizzing around on their ship. Yes. And it was just kind yeah. of intriguing, and I would have really loved to have seen how that was going to play out. But apocalypse box and all that. Sadly, American TV and mm. sci-fi being what it is and pulling the plug on things that don't need to have the, pu- the plug pulled. Yeah. Oh, well, in another universe, maybe Crusade exists. Yeah, hopefully. We just won't get to see it. So, Ultra yes, that's, that's it. If anybody is in doubt about how good the Babylon 5 box set is overall, it's it's definitely worth it if you can pick mm. it up. It's um, very cheap. Like Amazon, yeah. I can heartily recommend it. As as you lot did to me. Yes, thank oh. you very much thank for you. that. Mm. One you. final thing: uh, my challenge is still open to well, Siobhan, as Tony mm. is now. Yes. I am still willing to take Siobhan on on behalf of Staggering Stories in a quiz. If you want to arrange that, I'm happy oh, to yes. sell a blog. Yes. 
Yes. Anyway, something to do for Cardiff. The podcast. Yeah. I will see you all at some point. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, the history of Crusade is tortured and yeah. full of acrimony between yeah, so uh, JMS and TNT. TNT. That was yeah. going to be its own series at one point, wasn't it? Cause it was. I did hear mutants of it actually. It, it did being... make it to series, but it only made it to how many episodes? Was I think it? it's 13, it's 13 said, episodes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it was messed around yeah. and they ordered it. They stopped production and rejigged things, which yeah. is why the uniforms changed halfway through. Suits, the, yeah, the suits yeah. walked in. And they started messing around the order of episodes, and then you had continuity problems with the costumes. Yeah. And it all got very, very, very complicated. <laughs> and, yeah. The point when someone needs to shout, Leave it alone! <laughs> yeah, I think Jemis was happy that it was killed. Yeah, it? There's think, so yeah. much hassle to it, work it, on. Yeah, sort of the end of it, I think it was a mutual decision to kill it. Yeah. So, it wasn't the ratings that killed it. No. It, was the yeah, it had such great potential. And I really liked the characters, too, for the most part. Galen. But Galen was good. <laughs> the captain was good. Gideon and oh, the apocalypse box and yes. that sort of stuff was interesting. And the IPX guy. And and so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Oh. But never fear, in the next one, there'll be more of the same. Oh, good God. More fun frivolity and jollity. More news and reviews. More who old and new. So until that boisterous bubbling over of Balderdash comes billowing down upon us, this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Farewell. Goodbye. Au revoir. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Stagnate Stories podcast, series one, number 129, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, and The Real Keith Dunn. Views expressed here, those are speaker and don't necessarily represent those the other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended. This podcast is a fake Keith production for www.staggerystories.net. Right. You farted. That was me. That was Adam. Bloody hell. I'm closer to the epicenter to me. Biohazard. Sorry, when you said Coleman, mm. I, th- I was thinking of Harry Coleman. No, David Coleman. <laughs> As with her immediate... Mm. As- <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> As with her immediate predecessor, Karen and Gillian... now over to Silverstone for motor racing. <laughs> so you're about to be you, you f***ed his name up, so I'm not including that bit, so <laughs> impressions of him <laughs> really aren't helping. <laughs> I can <laughs> do right. it alone. I raced okay, off the Should we do, should we do a game first? Okay, okay. And we then should. we'll do. Um, well. Then can we? Then can we do Ace? Then we'll do the biscuit game. <laughs> Stop. And then we'll. You can talk about dirt gently while Jean and I gaze at each other lovingly. Lovingly. I was farted again. <laughs> <laughs> Not, Not me. Not again. <laughs> um, it could be because you sit near an open door. Maybe the rubbish bin smell or something. No, believe me, it's coming from that way. <laughs> she points to crumbly. That's because the sofa vibrated a minute ago. <laughs> what do you have for dinner? Now, dear listeners, we are about to play... Oh, sorry, hang the... about, I'm rustling. You'll have to explain them again. Yes, and you're murmuring over the oh, microphone. Stop whinging yeah. for crying out loud, woman. Dear listeners, could I have a twirl? Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. <laughs> Dear listeners, I'm about to kill my close friend, Karen. <laughs> In the most... Pardon? <laughs> Why are you blushing? 
The oh, monkey's looking his bitch. It's all right, he's, <laughs> he's just spotted his own knob and it's embarrassed. <laughs> we finished. <laughs> Do I trust them? <laughs> Do I bugger them? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Dear listener. Do you find the chocolate gets stuck in? As we have been entertaining <laughs> you to the roof for many long years. I'll give it a really good shock. Mm. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> With the joys of I've Chirac. lost the truth. <laughs> so sometimes I can keep bits of chocolate in it for later. Save it for Ron, yeah. Mm. <laughs> you do realise you're editing this one, don't you, Karen? <laughs> no, I've changed my mind. He is. <laughs> <laughs> We found a Dalek vibrator. I know, I saw. <laughs> we saw it. <laughs> it's not a real one, is it, sister? Yeah. <laughs> Can you actually buy it? <laughs> For ladies who just can't get enough of Doctor Who. <laughs> Comes with orgasm detector. Every time you orgasm, it vibrates and makes sperminate noises. <laughs> 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 <laughs>